Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? All right, well, Lady Gaga holds nothing back with her fashion in the new 911 music video. Especially her mask game is on point in this video. Yeah, she's got all kinds of masks from latex, lace to metal. You got to check it out. We saw that at the VMAs. Yes. yes. She had amazing mask game. Yep, yep. And so in true Gaga style, it's also a fashion masterpiece with whole series of colorful outfits that go throughout the video. And if you go to page six, they've got every single outfit that she cool. wears on there. And they are true Gaga style fashion for sure. Happy to have classic Gaga back. Yeah, right. Right. And Carol Baskins is all in on the hunt to find her dead ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said it would be a huge relief if her missing former husband were to oh. be found thanks to, the, yeah, thanks to the commercial that ran during her Dancing with the Stars debut. It has been long rumored that she killed and fed her ex-husband to tigers, as you guys all know. Right. And Carol said, I believe their actions are just a publicity stunt, but if it helps us find Don... Then it will be a huge relief. Oh, I like that the Dancing with the Stars PR department helped her craft that <laughs> statement. How wonderful. Will she be back for another week? True, very true. And Kanye West is hitting the dirt alert again here now. Uh, Kanye West wants to help Taylor Swift get her master copies back. Oh. <laughs> Kanye, Thanks call for the your wife and tell her you need help and just stop it. Yeah. Taylor doesn't want to talk to you about her master recording. And she doesn't need your help. Thanks no. for the mansplation, mm-hmm. but yeah, really right. appreciate it. Yeah, because he said Scooter's a close family friend. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> he, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Apparently, he worked for him. Scooter worked for Kanye West back in 2018, before yes. 2018. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's clearly just him trying to get his face out there, but... Like you said, Holly, Taylor does not need no. his help. <laughs> For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or you can go to MyTalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. It's Laurie and Julie on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. And we are on the MyTalk app, and it is the beginning of Hour 3 on Friday, guys, which is pretty exciting news. Here's Lori and Holly, and Holly is in for Julia. Yes, she is. Julie said, I feel really bad. I'm sick. I said, don't feel bad because you already feel bad. Yeah, don't feel bad. Everyone gets sick. Take care of yourself. That's So you come back. (sighs) I know. And, you know, it's, I think people are like, just here and there, you like, people are just like kind of having, like, I had my 
attack a yeah. couple of weeks ago, like three weeks ago. I, I don't know. I think it's people. This has been just the most, the strangest time of any of our lives. And, and it's stressful. And it's stressful. And your body becomes vulnerable when yeah. you become stressed. And it's not like we're not dealing with any of the other things that we, we, we would be dealing with on any other September 18th. I, yeah, but I feel like like you look and see what's happening with people on the West Coast with the fires and then, you know, down south, you know, with the hurricanes. I mean, you have that on top of all of that. And even right. like I was talking... Talking to my mom, because she lives in Seattle, and they have been on a stay-at-home, not because of COVID, because they do, they have, they've, they're not opened up as quite as much as it is is here, mm-hmm. that state got hit harder, but they've been able to, you know, go on a boat, but she's had to, they're like, don't go out, don't let your animals out to do anything other than to go to the bathroom, because the air quality is so bad, and yeah. You know, she's like, we are all praying for rain on the West Coast now. Is it in the forecast? Did she? It is in the forecast for Seattle. And, but, you know, I mean, she like showed me the photo and it looks like fog. Yeah. All the way down to the grass, you know, so like that, the stress of this or everything that's happened on top of it. And then you add this and I'm just like, oh, mom. oh there's rain tomorrow. Yeah. In Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So they, they need it. They want it. And, uh, oh. Okay. So uh, let's uh, move to a little Hollywood news. Um, I, I'm i sorry Jason Momoa's car broke down, but I sure am glad he uh, <laughs> he uh, instead it without his curse. It's very hot. And it is, you know, California, the 110. Yeah, he's out in the desert. Yeah, I wonder what he was doing. If he was going for a hike in the heat or what? By, or... Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, he um, he was just waiting, and he just like shared it, and he I surely enjoyed watching that video. Thank you very much, Jason Momo. You're good with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always wonder, like you know, what I don't know. I just never think of somebody like like a Jason Momoa that he'd have car trouble. Don't ask me why. That you don't think that he's an actual human being? No, don't have to be bothered with that. I don't know. I just, I, I guess I, I don't know. I just think he's always driving something new that's not ever going to have a problem. Well, he's not driving an old beater or anything. You but know? remember, he bought Lisa Bonet her childhood car and he had it all fixed up. It seems like, yeah, he would maybe, totally be driving a jalopy. All right. Maybe he is. Maybe he's driving like a 70 or 87 Ford Bronco. Oh, that would be awesome. That would make him even like cooler than he already is. Okay, do you want to go, do you want to know more about Halle Berry's boyfriend? Because we were obsessed with the the feet and leg shots that they showed for like a month. Well, I don't know if we're going to use the term we to describe this okay. with the feet and the leg. No, that's me. That was Lori. That's me. Well, so what is his deal? Okay, because so, I never even, I haven't heard of him. I will say, admitted that I'm ignorant I've about who he is. I've never heard of this guy, Van Hunt. Okay, so then I don't feel yeah, so bad. And I, Grant, have you ever heard of the musician Van Hunt? Not, nope. Okay, so he's 50, and she, like, went out with Alex the Kid for a hot minute, but he was, like, 25 years younger, and apparently after the sex, they had nothing to talk about. I don't know. I might be making that part up. But it's a good story. It's a good story, I told myself. <laughs> So his song that he has, maybe you can find this. It's called Seconds of Pleasure. Oh, he's got a teenage son. 
And he's very private and off social media. And um, let's see, he's been in music. Like, this has been his thing. He's been playing since he was a kid. He played drums at seven. His dad was friends with the Ohio Players drummer Jimmy Diamond Williams. Then Van Hunt learned the sax and the keyboard and then the guitar. And uh, he went to Morehouse College and dropped out because he wanted to be a musician. He won a Grammy because he worked with Mary J. Blige on Family Affair. So he's a very, he's one of those like guys. Like a session musician. A session musician. Okay. I feel like just looking at his discography, you would have to be in the know. A- okay, got it. Probably to or- in order to know Van Hunt's music. Yeah. He's worked with Alicia Keys. He's worked with Coldplay, Kanye West. He's toured with some of those people. So yeah, he's he's not the front Fred guy and not in a band, yeah, but he's, he's really cute. Very. She's with a guy who can, you know, just uh, shades travel of Curtis Mayfield. Very much so. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be. Um, They're going to have a hot time together. Yeah. Yes, they already have been. Yeah. Now Harry Styles has got it? cast in a movie. Mm, another it's, one. Yes, another one. Um, Amazon has closed a deal with, uh, you know, Greg Berlanti, and he's the guy who created Riverdale, and he's a very talented guy. I love all of his shows. So he does the sexy teen drama genre very well. If you look up Greg Berlanti, it's amazing what the TV shows that he is credited with. He's just been, yeah, I love him, but... um, so he's going to, he, he's cast Harry Styles and Lily James um, on a movie based on this novel called My Policeman. Hmm, I've never heard of it. I haven't either. And uh, so anyway, he's uh, producing it. The movie takes place in the late 90s when the arrival of this elderly man back into Marion and Tom's home, played by Harry Styles and Lily James, triggers the explosion, uh, exploration of something huge that happened 40 years previously, a passionate love affair between um, uh, two men when homosexuality was illegal. Well, this is right up your alley because I'm looking at his filmography. Greg Berlanti? Greg Berlanti, Dirty Sexy Money, Dawson's Creek. I mean, we've got basically everything that's on the CW at this point in time. Like everything that is on Katie (laughs) Keene, Batwoman, all of these things. So I'm glad, Lori, that you're going to have something wonderful to watch in the near future. And this is big screen. Well, it's going to be Amazon is producing it, but it sounds good. And um, it's, uh, you know, like... Lily James, she's dating Matt Smith. No, not Matt Smith. Who is she dating? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Thank you very much. So she's going to be in the Netflix drama Rebecca, opposite Army Hammer and Kristen Scott Thomas. I don't know when that's coming out, but it looks good. That's coming out this fall. Okay, sometime this fall. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so yeah, that's I don't know. I I haven't read the book, but I'm I'm kind of excited to know about that. And what else do we know? Oh, Adam Levine, did you see, did you catch or hear any of his interview with Howard Stern? I did not. It was, yeah, it was kind of good. Um, so, of course, you know, Howard, he always goes goes deep. And he asked him, he said, yeah, you know, didn't you film? Wasn't your, your that hot first video that you did, She Will Be Loved, with Kelly Preston? Yes, and, yes. and uh, Adam Levine, he said, yeah, he said, uh, 
And if you don't remember that video, because I had to watch it the other day, he plays a guy, a, a younger guy that lusts for the mother of his young girlfriend. And Kelly Preston played the mother, and she's married to this wealthy older man who's abusive to her. And the young Adam Levine, you know, sees her and they end up kissing, blah, blah. It's kind yeah. of a steamy. Yeah, she. it's like very Mrs. Robinson yes. vibes from Kelly Preston in that video. So he told, and Howard's like, come on, you could have cast any hot woman in Hollywood. Who else was on your list? You know, and he's, but I couldn't, because he, he was trying to explain, basically, we're trying to cast a classy, hot woman who's the mom of somebody. So she can't be overly, overly. So he said his two, his number one and number two, he told Stern, Diane Lane and Kelly Preston. Well, perfect. Perfect. And uh, he said, but when I met uh, uh, Kelly, he said she was just super cool. And I just remember thinking, she's, she's it. She's the one. And he never... He didn't have very much experience, so when they were practicing and he leaned in, you know, and he gives her that first kiss, he apparently used his tongue. No, yeah, Adam. Yeah, so he she got said. He, he said, "I didn't know what a movie kiss was," and okay. she just kind of <laughs> took my face and and he said she was really nice about it, and he said I'll never forget it, and she was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 okay, cowboy, you don't use tongue." <laughs> That's oh. he said. I'll never forget it. He said, and I never forget that. That yeah, there's movie kisses. Yeah, kind it's all about story. angles. I know it's kinda, all about angles. I like that. Kind of no a, clue. Kind of a cute story. So yeah. anyway, it just I still can't believe that she's gone at the age of fifty-seven. That yeah. she died this summer. Yeah. All right, listen. We'll be right back with the uh, dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey, Holly, what right. kind of dirt and dirt do we have on this Friday afternoon? Oh, we're going to talk about a really messy divorce. And we've talked about this in the past couple of weeks. This is a divorce between Dr. Dre and his estranged wife, Nicole Young. Well, now she's suing Dr. Dre in court. Claiming that she All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Co-owns the trademark to his name as well as his landmark album, The Chronic. So she further alleges in court papers that Dr. Dre secretly transferred the valuable trademarks to a holding company after she claims he kicked her out of their home earlier this year. Damn. That's huge. 
So in court documents, her team alleges that Dre was, quote, caught secretly transferring valuable trademarks he owned with his wife to a newly created asset holding company that he created and controlled after he expelled his wife from their home and before he threatened to file for divorce. Oh, that's dirty rotten. Shady. Now, remember previously, this is always what you worry about, that the person with the power money side in the equation in a marriage will do to you, that they're going to figure out a way to screw the person who, quote unquote, was, and it's usually the mom, mm-hmm. kids, you're running everything at home, that they're going to figure out a way that they hide money and stuff. Right. Well, and then think about the shadiness of what was just described in this lawsuit, because this means that Dr. Dre, if this is true, what right. she's alleging in court, yeah. is that this was that slow breakup. Like you knew that you were going to break up with that person. So he was trying he was to cross doing the all T's kinds of things and dot oh. the lowercase J's before he actually told her that we want to break up. It wasn't like we need to get a divorce and then we're going to do a bunch of stuff after that. They were married for 24 years. Yeah. He married him. They, he was nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. So who's, who's his lawyer? What are they saying? Well, let's see what his lawyers are saying. Uh, Dr. Dre's lawyers have alleged that Nicole had refused to turn over belongings from their Malibu home. Oh, where she come was on. He's busy shifting assets and he's quibbling about, you know, a yep. Grammy or something. Right. Golf clubs, motorcycles, <laughs> a registered handgun. Now, Dr. Dre didn't comment. His people did not comment for this page six article. He is being repped by Laura Wasser, Hollywood divorce attorney of the I think stars. She's got somebody good, too. Uh, she is being represented by Brian Friedman. His clients include Gabrielle Union and Megan Kelly with their disputes with NBC. Okay. So he's been handling some pretty high-profile things himself. Uh, now, Page Six previously reported that Dr. Dre and Nicole are battling over that prenup where Nicole has asked for $2 million a month in spousal support after outlining the lifestyle that she has become accustomed to over a quarter of a century in those legal documents. Mm-mm. There is some shady shade happening yeah. here. I, I wonder if there's like some how Beverly Hills housewives, like, you know, like she should be talking to Gigi Levangi Grazer, who mm-hmm. she got like when Brian Grazer decided he was done being married to her. Right. Right. You know, this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Now they were such a, Cute hot couple. Right. I thought they were so happy. Oh, where did the love go? You know, and with the with the with the, with the trademark with the chronic because the chronic came out in ninety two or ninety three. Apparently, this trademark was filed jo- jointly when they were married in nineteen ninety seven, and it was through twenty thirteen. So, you know, in California law, it's like okay, well, this is kind of community property. Yeah. You guys are filing this together, right? So that's what she's saying. Yeah, in he's all of being this. shady boots for sure. Oh, that is not. <laughs> Hey. It's going to get dirty, yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's go over and talk about Lori's, one of Lori's favorite topics. It's the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I now, wouldn't call it my favorite, but she is coming back on Monday. Yes, she's coming back Set on the my 21st. DVR. She said she's going to be addressing some things. And before the Ellen show comes back. Is she back, back in her studio without an audience? Please tell me she's done with that tor- horrible at-home experiment where she was so miserable. I think she's back in the studio. Yeah, there's because that if she had to be at home in that living room in that chair, uh-uh. Oh, it was so awkward. So bad. So Warner Brothers executives are addressing all the allegations against Ellen. 
TMZ has the memos that were issued yesterday. The CEO of Warner Media says, I'm both concerned and disappointed by public reports regarding patterns of unacceptable behavior that have been raised in recent weeks. Now, the Warner Brothers CEO spoke out about the issue in the memo, saying she's empowered and will hold accountable the studios, network HR, and legal teams to act on any issues that are brought in and that these groups are a safe harbor where you can register any concerns because Warner Brothers is bringing in that third party to investigate the Ellen show. And I think Warner Brothers has to investigate the allegations that have been made against TMZ. They own that. They own TMZ. They also have been uh, uh, called out in a lawsuit with other people coming forward about what a hot bed of racist, sexist stuff Harvey throws around. And you can see it if you ever watch that TMZ show. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy of a certain age. I can just absolutely hear him. So I think Warner Brothers is just like some big company-wide memo that went out or something. Oh, well. Or just to the staff. Just to the two. staffs that these were affected by. So not like a, a total company-wide yeah. thing. But they've got a lot of problems on their hands that they're going to have to deal with. Now, we'll be interested to see how Ellen handles all of this when she comes back Monday. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of Ellen and I don't watch her show. But I'm captivated by the story. Yeah. So she will have what some. What would you advise her if you were like a Hollywood uh, Hollywood publicist or management team? What would be your advice? You have to own your behavior. Yeah. You just have to own it. There are too many reports, too many pieces of gossip out there that you have to own if your behavior was not stellar. And also, I think it's one of those things where, okay, it's your producers that have acted a certain way. Well, these producers have worked with you, some of them, since the inception mm-hmm. of your show. So that's setting the tone for that kind of company culture yeah. there. Do you think she'll do that? I don't know. Yeah. I th- there have been times when she had to, she was taken to task for certain things, and she almost kind of brushed it off, also was kind of shaming the people who were calling her out and mm-hmm. she did that in a weird loopy way where yeah. it was just like yeah well remember what we learned yesterday 70 percent of all of all apologies are meaningless well maybe she'll be in the 30 percent and yeah maybe she will and that is something that people do get that you get mad when somebody gives you an insincere apology when somebody owes you an apology what it makes you so upset like when it's a fake one Yes. Like sometimes like, you know, couples, you'll get in a fight and sometimes you do fake apologies just to try and get it over. But sometimes you can make it worse. Right. Yeah. If you're not being honest mm. and it's just at a certain point. Yeah. This happened. I'm sorry. Yeah. Own it. And own it. Mm. And then allow for the for- forgiveness yeah. to happen. Oh, I, 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 I think so. And if I were her, I'd, 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 I'd get back to dancing. Yes, immediately. Immediately. I mean, it's just like, okay, we're going to have this show and we'll slowly get back. But then by next week, like, let's just move on and get on with the show. Yeah, because like she got so big headed about the dancing and she felt like she was performing. And what she didn't get was that people genuinely appreciated sort of her weird, awkward dancing. It made everybody feel good about, you know, your dancing. You know what I mean? I don't know. It opened up something that was... I totally believe that that was a huge fight two years ago when she flat out told, you know, Warner Brothers, I'm not dancing anymore. She was like, that was a big thing with her. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think with Ellen's comedy and her quote unquote brand, it was rooted in a certain degree of self-deprecation. But 
now your access to that. And she even tried doing that in her stand-up special, and it, the jokes just fell flat. It's like there's not much relatable about you in this context right, anymore. Right. So you got to figure out some new comedy beats and how that's going to happen. Oh, by the way, Maya Rudolph won her first Emmy ever. Oh, yay! In the Creative Arts Emmy, she for won. SNL? No, for... she did the voice for Big Mouth, and she is amazing, amazing. as the hormone monstrous Connie. Oh, good. So, All right. Yes, sweet. well deserved. All right, yay! So they're announcing some of those today. Yeah, let's keep rolling all week. Yep. All right, cool. Oh, little semi-sonic. Old song, and they got their new song, You're Not Alone. It was a great uh, story Chris Riemenscheider had with, uh, I think it was Dan Wilson. He saw it, like, written on the side of a wall, or he was on a a a covered up, like a window, and somebody had spray-painted You're Not Alone. Oh. And it just made me think of when... uh, um, Chan Poling told us about uh, Love is the Law that, you know, they saw it was like spray painted under an underpass when they were like going to, I don't know if they were in L.A. or something, but they saw it, it was graffiti. They, it just inspired him. They inspired the title Love is the Law and You're Not Alone. Aww. Anyway, just a little, Thank you for those little, little nuggets. song nuggets that I know. So it's uh, time for Weekend Picks presented by AARP. Minnesota and uh, Holly, you got uh, any suggestions for us? Uh, it's going to be beautiful. Well, it's going to be gorgeous. So if you're not outside and you're not doing anything and you're you just want to watch a couple of things, I've got a few documentaries to recommend. I haven't watched them, but I've heard good things from people. One debuted a couple of weeks ago or last month, and it's on HBO Max. It's called Class Action Park. Have you heard of this, either of you? No. Yes. Okay. It is awesome. So you've watched it, Grant. Oh, yeah. All right. So the premise of this, it's about Action Park. This was an amusement park, quote unquote. Yes, I have heard about (laughs) this. Quote unquote is right. Yes. Yes. This was in New Jersey back in the 70s and 80s. And this was, it opened in 1978, and the theme park aspect of is they would just send you down chutes that you'd go launching out into the water and it was really unsafe and i don't know grant did people die uh, yes 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 yeah. yeah it's just it's an interesting time back then now we're so like you know we watch our kids so hard but back then it seemed like just you'd free back in the 80s you know just go do what you want it no reminded me of the the park that greg kinnear is at with allison janney and you know that there, there's a movie mm-hmm. i can't think of the name of it and it was a jersey water park and yeah. loose and sloppy and but not that, really th- that movie i think wasn't that movie based on yes. this very park yes, right it yeah, was. yeah yeah and johnny knoxville made a movie based off of this park called action point a couple of okay. years ago. that's what i was thinking of actually the action point yeah so that was where you go down the luge thing and then apparently there is a wave pool here called the grave pool because people would get so messed up in this i went down a youtube rabbit hole earlier this year about action park so looking forward to watching this documentary yes cbs sunday morning had a story on it yeah Yeah. one thing holly did you see when you went down that dark hole about how they would label kids for swimming whether they could swim or not no uh they would basically just like right CF- on CFS, basically, they were just right on their chest. Just the initials CFS can't blank swim. Oh, <laughs> that's how they wrote on it. So that would so that the the lifeguards could keep an extra eye on the kids oh that can't my swim. Word. Oh gosh, oh, wow. and the, I'm sure the lifeguards, you know, like going out to their Trans Am, lighting a few, and listening right? to fog hat while you do <laughs> exactly. it. Just like all right, oh, kids. Oh my gosh. Well, that that documentary is on HBO and you could, HBO Max. However, you have HBO, you'll be able to watch that. Another one is a documentary called. 
called All In the Fight for Democracy. This is on Amazon Prime, and this is a documentary about Stacey Abrams' gubernatorial campaign a few years ago. So, you know, we're in the season of voting. Mm-hmm. We're in the season of political action. This documentary has been getting pretty good reviews. I think they're looking for an Oscar because it said coming soon to theater. So somehow, some way, I think they're showing it. Okay. But, but watch that uh, very compelling story about Stacey Abrams yeah. and voting in this country. All right, All right. cool. Okay, so here, well, this is something that's going on right now by my 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 buddy Johnny at Hi-Fi Hair and Records. So, you know the alley off uh, Loring Park behind Cafe Lercotte? Yes, it's very beautiful, very photogenic. Very, very beautiful. So there's a small block party happening. It's, it started at 5 and it ends at 8 tonight. And uh, Hi-Fi Hair and Records is just kind of hosting it, but it's... Uh, Three female rock groups are each playing an hour. The May Simpson Band, then Faith, uh, Faith Boblet, and then the Get Together. So it's just so mass social distancing and tips for the musicians. So if you just happen to be driving or down in that Loring Park area, that would be kind of a cool thing. And it's live. Yeah. Something, yeah. That's outside. Cool. Okay. Then also tonight outside, uh, starting at 6 tonight, uh, the Kagan Case. They're continuing because it's big space over there on West 7th. And uh, Mary Cutrafello is playing tonight. And she's like blues, you know, really soulful blues. She can can shred and she can sing. So that's happening. And then tomorrow night at Boom Island Brewery, and it starts at 6. So you'll be able to get at least an hour and a half before the sun goes down. Zach King is playing. Mm. And then... um, Tomorrow night at the Minnesota Music Cafe, and again, they they play outside, and then they like go inside because that place is so huge. Marisa Jaycox and the R Band are playing, and people know who Marisa is. And then, um, what else is happening? Oh, here's this is an outdoor concert thing that's help, happening all weekend. Celtic, Celtic Junction, which is on uh, Prior Avenue in St. Paul, so they're having music all weekend from four to like ten. So if you're going to go out and go see music, do it this weekend. Yeah. It's the perfect fall, it kind of crispy is. weather. Get outside. Yeah. Gary Rue is playing tomorrow at like five. And then um, Patsy Bryan and uh, Dick Hensold are playing at noon. So just go to Celtic Junction. But it's in uh, in St. Paul. So that's just kind of happening all weekend. And of course, there's stuff happening at Crooners. And McSterling has got a show at the Chanhassen dinner theater so it is there there is stuff out there but you really have to just um look for it yeah and thank goodness for both papers telling us what's going on yay yay um okay did you by any chance catch uh, miley cyrus um on instagram today doing um listening to joan jett and Having her top off and her arms crossed and biting her lips. And, and her mullet just yeah. in all its glory. I did not see it. Are people not listening to Midnight <laughs> Sky? Did people not like that song? I, you, It's fascinating with Miley Cyrus. We keep talking about her. And Lori, you consistently like her music. I do. I can, and I consistently like her music too. But she is not getting the love that she used to. I feel like the past two albums... The one with Malibu on it. Oh, I love that album. Great. You but love you I loved did it. it. I it was, did, yeah, I know. But it didn't sell a lot. I don't it think. didn't sell a lot. And then now, this doesn't seem to be getting a lot of traction. 
I don't know where I think she it seems like there where where is her career right now and where does she want to go and what does she want to do and she keeps She doesn't know. Right. She's 27 but she's really 57 because of Disney years. Yeah. And child star. Disney years. That's that I've never heard of it but it makes absolute Total sense. sense. Yeah. She's wow. so much older than she really is but yet at the same time I think that was the name of her album Younger Now. Yeah, it was. It was. And I bought that CD, too, at Target for two songs. I really liked only two songs on the whole stupid CD. I think you need to let her know (laughs) that you are buying her physical CDs. It might cheer her up. Well, right now, it seems like she's kind of straddling that provocative persona that she cultivated. She probably is bored. Oh, yeah, I mean. She's probably bored. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She doesn't feel like getting another one right now. And she'd like to act. She'd like to do this. She'd like to do that. I don't know. I just feel like when I saw this, when I saw her stripping topless, I watched. I admired the the effort. I liked the Joe Jet song. Yes, I liked the mullet. I liked, uh, I was like, okay, you know. But anyway, she, uh, yeah, I think she's bored. Yeah. I'm, so I'm watching. And I don't know that now. she does. She do a lot of songwriting. I think she does. I think well, she's very talented. Yeah. She is extremely talented. Like the clips that we talked about last week of her on the Tonight Show with the blue eye shadow and the mullet and the purse, the fashion accessory yeah. while she was on stage. I just hopefully something can hook. Yeah, well, she, I will say that was that was like I put it in one of my. Top 20 concerts that Miley Cyrus, when she was here like five or six years ago, and she did a Bob Dylan cover and Forever Young. And I mean, she was, it was such a, it was really a great show. I, and it might even be longer ago than that. It was the one she swang on the hot dog and, you know, all of that, whatever year that was. But it was so good. It was such a good, good show. She's a lot deeper and a lot more talented than I think anybody gives her credit for. Yeah. And it and I think that she might have a challenge translating that Maybe. to everybody. I just get a kick out of her. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind if she played Madonna in the movie Madonna directs about herself. I think Madonna's gonna want to play herself and no, just like, she can't. Well, she's gonna probably try to do the Irishman thing and like you know who no. she might Digit- do. <laughs> she might. The word is that it might be Julie Garner from Ozark. Oh, because Madonna started following Julie Garner on Insta and Twitter for no apparent reason. Hmm, like that hint. And she's like, that's kind of a, like, she's like 23, 24, perfect age. All right, listen, we got to go. We got to get to the rest of the headlines. We'll be right back. It is the weekend. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Blinding lights. All right. Okay. uh, So uh, my brother is so funny. He just tweeted us a photo of Grace Jones at her birthday party in 1978. And like, you know, um, who was, uh, oh, I, I can't think of what the uh, drag queen's name is. Anyway, I'm like, God, that is exactly the photo I needed to see. It's just looks like pure debauchery is going to oh, happen. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. He knows me well. Oh, is it the one um, where she's on a motorcycle? Yes, Oh, yes. yeah. And, okay, so let's try to identify some the, people at Divine. Well, Divine, Divine is laying on the floor. Is laying on the floor yeah. being fed birthday cake uh-huh. by Grace Jones. And then all I'm going to say is that the rest of the people are Studio 54 hotties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With with light bondage gear on, it appears, which is also like really a 
what kind of a weekend are they having? Anyway, he's so funny. Um, okay, uh, just um, a little something of note. A guy by the name of Winston Groom. You might not know his name, but you know his novel, which became a movie. Forrest Gump. That's right. Oh, okay, there it is. Winston Groom has passed away oh. at the age of 77. Mm. and uh, But he did write other books and stuff, and uh, he... He wrote like about the Civil War and World War II and football, but it was really this book that, you know, he wrote like 16 novels. This is the book, of course, he's known for. And um, that's what gave him fame and some financial success. Yeah. Because success I want to say movie. that the novel Forrest Gump... Very different. Very different because it was very much focused on Forrest's experience in, in Vietnam, Vietnam, much more than which the actual Winston movie. Mm-hmm. had... Uh, Gone. So anyway, but he was like, you know, yeah. oh, well, you know, That's so <laughs> he he has uh, passed away. Winston Groom. That is a great name. Very. Isn't it? Yes. And then. Um, OK, so I just thought I would explain. I thought, you know, maybe today there will be a real reason for the song. But I think earlier this week. Did we or did we not hear I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany? And Joey's like, oh, we got to sing that on Friday. Yes. I don't remember the context. It I don't seems re- like five years ago, but we we totally mentioned Tiffany's version. Okay. I th- oh, no, I know what it was. What was it? Rocco was doing Pop Culture oh, Jeopardy right. on Wednesdays, as he always does. And one of the questions was about... Tiffany, I think it was like songs and mall. I don't know what it was, but sixteen because 16. she was sixteen when that song came out. And then last night, I Casey and I watched the first episode of the Umbrella Academy, which has been on my list. Have mm-hmm. you guys watched it? Nope. Love it. Anyway, the first episode, like right away, one of the things that happens that binds all the people that are involved in this story. Is the song I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany. The Tiffany version, not the Tommy James not and the, the Chandel version. Tommy James and the Chandel. And they're like, oh, that's double signs to sing that. But one oh. of the things about the Tiffany, um, she was 15 when that was uh, released in the summer of 87. She was 16 when the album went to number one in January 1988. And that made her the youngest female singer to top the U.S. album's chart and also the first singer born in the 70s to hit the top spot she still has that record tiffany and also she didn't want to sing it and her manager didn't really know how to get her original stuff and he was like just started playing covers for her Mm -hmm. and she didn't want to record it and she found out she was washing dishes when it went to number one i just saw a thing on tiffany and yeah i think holly you you had said the other day she was the one that became famous from the shopping mall tours, which had never been done before. Tiffany was everything. So I have two older sisters that are about a decade older than oh, wow. I am. So when this album came out, it was this cassette over and, and over, over and <laughs> over again. And I thought it was so cool because my older sisters were super into Tiffany. And yes. it was like, she's so cool. She's so cool. Yes. So anyway, yeah, she that was just a, the mall crowd was a great way, and this was of course way before Twitter or YouTube or anything like that. So yeah. that's what that's why we're singing this song today. Oh, I feel so like Grant. My, how do you feel about it? I'm excited. My I hair am? is not high enough. I know. Where's my <laughs> banana clip? Yeah, and my Ocatone and my Koala Blue by Olivia Newton John. I gotta get vibe into it. I feel oh. like we should just start rolling. Yeah, let's just let's roll do it. it. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you guys Job on Monday. Done. Off you go. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.